When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with... L.A. Nick. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. Nicole Black will join us right after this Tom Bernard Show. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email... Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? <laughs> Tom? <laughs> I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> that's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's actually not here. No, it's yeah, not. It's getting less and less like Christmas <laughs> no by the hour. No 45 degrees. There's, There's grass all over yeah. our yard. It's so weird. I think my grass is growing. <laughs> I'm serious. I think it's actually growing. It's crazy. I have to mow. It's true. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Black, our very special guest. How are you, Nicole? I'm good, Tom. Thank you. How are you today? Marvelous. Thank you very much. Fat shame, ditch the shame, get confident and claim the life you deserve. You ever been fat shamed even by your own voice? Don't waste another minute because it's time to love the skin you're in no matter what you weigh. 
I I couldn't agree with this more. I, I'll be honest with you. You are who you are. Look, I I lost ninety two pounds, but I did it. You know, using a, a wise uh, diet plan, and it was just time. You know, because I'm at that age where I wanted to drop uh, in some weight just for better heart health. I don't lift weights anymore, so you know that that was another reason that I I got up to like three hundred. But uh, yeah, I'm down at about two and a quarter now. Nah. Yeah, I guess it's about two and a quarter somewhere in there. But I agree with you. If you if that's who you are, then that's who you are. And who decides now? Even Nicole, let me put it this way: <laughs> with everybody see, being so concerned over where you're from, what your skin color is, what this is going on, what's your gender, what's your who cares what your body is like because you care so much about those other things. Why don't you care about your body? <laughs> Tom, you, that's it. That's my whole, that, that's everything that is me. And I love it. And thank you. <laughs> no, it's, it's, but it's absolutely true. It's so true. There are women who we look. We spend a lot of time judging ourselves. Yeah, we do. Right? You know, we in do. the mirror and, and judging other people. You know, we're all guilty of it, right? You look at, I do it. I'm in a yoga class. I'm looking at the woman in front of me thinking, I wish I had her body. And then I turn around and I see the girl is 30 pounds heavier than me. And I go, huh. She's wishing she had my body. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nicole, that's not very nice. Well, it's true. Uh, Yeah, fat shaming. You know what's interesting now is, I didn't know this, but uh, this guy uh, stabbed me right in the back. This guy thought it was my friend, and he stabbed me right in the back on a deal. And I didn't know, I called him a fat bastard, that that's fat shaming. I never knew that. (laughs) It's only fat shaming if he's actually fat. Well, he is. <laughs> and he's also anyway. a bastard. Well, so. You know what? And I'm a remember, jerk. Like, so if it, if it makes you, if you're not a jerk, if it makes you feel better, there was a, there, there have been times in my life when I wasn't fat and I've been on the other side of it and somebody cut me off that was really overweight and I, in my head, I mean, I screamed it in my car. I was like, you fatty. And then I was like, oh my God, because I've been there. <laughs> I start laughing at myself, you know? Nicole, where did you grow up? I am from Los Angeles, California. Really? Uh, the daughter of a Hollywood film director. Big show. And uh, it's funny because I was listening to your show, and uh, there was you were talking about Dayton, Ohio, just a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. and that's where my dad moved as a child. And you guys were just talking about the weather there. His my grandfather got my grandmother to move there by telling her there was no snow in Dayton. Uh-oh. It seems like today we were, oh, it might oh. be true. We, we were actually talking about Dayton, Minnesota. <laughs> but oh, very similar, very similar yeah, climate, really. Yeah, we, have a Dayton, we have a Dayton, Minnesota right outside the city. Yeah, Dayton, Ohio is much bigger than Dayton, Minnesota. Yes. God, your family. Oh, well, that makes me feel a lot better. Nicole, everybody in your family is very successful. I was looking down the list. You got a lot of very successful people. Why? Are, why is your family so driven? Do you think? You know, it's interesting. My grandfather was an insurance salesman, and I think that that's probably where a lot of it stemmed from. Was you know, when you hear no all the time, you just keep okay, fine. Yeah. And then, as an outside salesperson, when you finally hear that yes, you're looking at the person like, "Are you sure? <laughs> this is this is me, right? Because I'm getting no all day." And so, I think when you hear no all the time, it drives you to want to get those yeses. Now, you started a restaurant, correct? A bistro, didn't you? <laughs> I did, and um, there are seven locations now. Uh, when I left the company, there were five, and it was a French bakery and bistro. So my oh, degree is in business, and we wanted to move to California to be closer to my family. And I was married to a French pastry chef, which in the U.S. is, you know, wow, amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I suppose, said, well, yeah. you know, let's just open up our own bakery. Famous last words, right? <laughs> Anybody that's ever opened up a business. Yeah. That's a worked, lot of work. And it worked really well. Uh, unfortunately, I was also the person behind the counter who was like, he made it just for me, <laughs> which wasn't true. <laughs> no. <laughs> which, what was the name of the, the bistro? So losing weight. Oh, it's called Renault's Patisserie. Oh, and it is Renault. And it's in, yeah, it's Renault's. That's There's Santa cool. Barbara. And then he's located inside of four Gelson's markets scattered throughout Southern California. Fantastic. 
Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that, that's uh, so you like you've done a lot of things yourself yeah. already. I mean, you've been involved with a lot of different things, and God, I really like that. I, I was I looking at uh, your your website. NicoleBlack.com. How did you ever get that website, NicoleBlack.com, by the way? Do you think that it would have been taken about uh, 15,000 years ago? It had been taken a few different times, and then it was just, it was very expensive. But I was like, you know what? That's my name. You know, sure, when you want to get the TomBernardShow.com, you thought, this is my name, and I will pay, you right. know, what I need to pay to get this website. Now, you're not overweight, anymore oh so you were you were but you're not anymore <laughs> i mean no because oh, i'm yeah. looking at your picture right now you're not overweight at all i was i am not anymore but i was 225 pounds and i'm 5'1 um okay. i'm still 5'1 and <laughs> lost, you didn't um, grow any taller <laughs> i, suppose that's I what tell I everybody i'm 6'4 but it's not working sure um, I understand. and <laughs> so i lost a little over 100 pounds actually because i'm about 118 now and that was yes absolutely thank you so much that's a big that's a um, big difference not easy to do it you know it wasn't easy to do it while owning the bakery oh and nice. that's, that's why <laughs> it was so not. cathartic i suppose not you know so, Nicole, i have to tell you something Catherine and i've been been married now for 34 years been together for 37 years but you nicole black have the exact same look in your eye like I'll be pleasant unless you F with me, then I'm tearing you apart. You have that look in your eye just like my wife. Don't, don't pay well, any attention Catherine's to him. a great lady then. Oh, well, there Thank you, you go. You, you too. Yes, you too, Catherine's sister. Great, yeah, the sister, Nicole Black and Catherine Brandt. Yeah, Black and Brandt, that would be a good company. A good company. That name. would be. Uh, so how, when did you decide, how did you decide, why did you decide? Uh, is what, obviously, it's not good for your heart to be 100 pounds overweight, and that's the reason that, that I did it. Um, so it's a prudent thing to do, but what finally got to you? You said, yeah, I, need, I want to do this, and I need to do this, and it's my business. Well, I was doing it on my own. I was doing Pilates. I was, I was thinning out. I got down to about 160, and I was feeling really good, and then I ripped a muscle in my leg. Oh. And... I was completely sedentary because it's a muscle in your calf that is used for walking, and so it only rests when you're asleep. And so I never got to rest that muscle, and it took about nine months for it to heal. During those nine months, no exercise, old patterns, old stories going through my head, and all of a sudden, I'm back on the scale, and I'm like, is this a joke? Like, I couldn't even fathom how I had gotten back there. And I was, I was in France uh, visiting my mother-in-law, and we were in this, like, Home Depot store, and I fell out of this hammock. Actually, the hammock collapsed onto the floor, and I started laughing. It's really funny, right? And there are people around, and they're taking pictures, and they're videoing this, and they're laughing at me. And I'm sitting there thinking, and that was, that was the defining moment. I am never going to be the butt of anyone's jokes ever again. You know, we've mm. all been bullied right? In our lifetime, yeah. people have laughed mm-hmm. at you, you know, like I walked into a wall at Disneyland and somebody started laughing at me and I turned around and said, I'm so glad that you've never done that. You're so lucky because it's really <laughs> true. We don't ever yeah. put yep. ourselves like on the other side when we're bullying people. And that was my defining moment. I said, that's it. I went back to my mother-in-law's house and I started looking for, um, a surgeon because I knew that with the yo-yo dieting, I had done it so many oh, times. Yeah. I had lost a hundred pounds before naturally after having my child because I gained a hundred pounds being pregnant and then I lost it and then I gained it back twice. So I knew that there was something really wrong with me. And honestly, when I had that surgery, when they removed that 85% of my stomach, I woke up after surgery and I felt like myself again. Oh, that's interesting. So, I don't know. That yeah. is pretty interesting. Did, Your did, gut health is so important. Did you have, did you drink before drink alcohol before that? No, never a drinker. Oh, you My never mom drank. was okay. a recovering alcoholic. I know somebody who well, had I mean, that yeah, surgery I drink every now and again. But. I know somebody who had that surgery, and they said after they had it, they couldn't even drink a half a glass of wine; they would be wasted because. Yeah. Really, Oh, yeah. It goes right in your bloodstream. Oh, okay. Hmm. That makes sense, I suppose. uh, 
Uh, Nicole, it's interesting. I was looking at You look on the very cheap date. Yeah. Um, fat shame. Ditch the shame. Get confident. Claim the life you deserve. Why is there not skinny shaming? Because there are people that are way too okay. thin. Why aren't they well, shamed? They are. I, I was picked on as a kid they for are. being too skinny. Yeah, me too. Oh, they are, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I was picked on them all through yeah. grade school for being I was, too skinny. I was tall and skinny. I was, yeah, yeah. constantly. So they yep. do it to, because yeah. you don't hear them complain about that on TV, though. You don't hear about skinny shaming on TV. Um, we do it. When people look at me now, at just like how you said it, you said it at the beginning of the show. Oh, you're not overweight. People look at me and they say, oh, my God, there's no way you were 100 pounds heavier. And I'm yeah. looking at them like, if I was going to lie about something, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not going to do that. That's a lie. That's exactly. I'm not lying about that. Yeah, that makes complete sense. It must be, but, but we all do it. It must be right? done. When really, they'll do it to me, they'll be like, you have no idea what it's like. And I'm like, yeah, actually, I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, living in L.A., it must be also harder, especially for women, I would think, to even be overweight. Depends what part of L.A. Without you live in. Without people just but, being yeah. so mean. It depends yeah. what part of L.A. you live in. But if you're in Beverly Hills or Brentwood, or, yeah, it'd be pretty tough. If you live in Beverly Hills and you're not at least 80% plastic, then you're having a bad time. Well, that's probably true. That's probably very, very true. Uh, this, by the way, is not a diet book. It's not going to tell you how to lose weight. It has something much more important to share, and you won't believe the difference you'll feel. In Fat Shame, Ditch the Shame, Get Confident, and Claim the Life You Deserve, author Nicole Black shares her own journey with yo-yo dieting, which is not good for you, by the way. No. And going uh, from obese to thin, from thin to obese, and finally from obese to healthy. She just got, see, and I like the way you put that. Not, not from obese to thin. This time you went from obese to healthy. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Which I think is terrific. Oh, absolutely. I was watching a television show, and I can't remember the name of it, and somebody had admitted that he had lost a bunch of weight, and he did it by gastric bypass. And the other person said, well, that doesn't even really count. Yes, it does. It's like, you're, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like, that's the easy way to do it. And I was like, that oh, easy way to do it. It is not easy at so all hard. for people And to do so that. many people have that surgery, any of the gastric surgeries. They'll lose weight like I did, and then they'll regain it at two years. Yep. I was going to say, what's the relapse? My message is so important. It's pretty high. Um, which is why I'm trying to get my message out to as many people as possible. And, you know, like, I, listen, it's not about how skinny you are or what you weigh. It truly is about, you know, your heart health, right? Yep. Because I know heavy people that are healthier than, you know, the super and the plastic people yep. <laughs> that are walking around Beverly Hills. But it, I think that, um, well, at any rate, I, I think that, um, I think it's really important to figure out the why behind why you were eating. Because there is a thing where you're, what is it that drives you to go to the fridge? It might just be boredom. And and that's okay, but if it's boredom, that's an easy one, right? Like, oh, goody, I have two hands, or most of us have two hands. What can I find to do with my hands that doesn't involve my refrigerator or my pantry? Or cleaning. I think it's that, and I think some foods that actually have <laughs> something addictive about them. Like for yeah, me, it's do. those those yeah. Oreo thins. If I eat one Oreo thin, I'm eating the whole box of Oreo thins <laughs> I know. that day. There I know there's certain things. things. So, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's just the way it is. So mm-hmm. I think some foods are addictive. Once you start eating it, you're going to eat the whole bag or yeah. whole box. So I don't buy those foods. It's yep. Yeah, and I, I have. I'm a skinny guy. I don't have any weight problems, but it. it but that, that's, that's just another habit problem. in the house. It's unhealthy. Yeah. Eating a whole box of Oreo Thins is very unhealthy. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. When I was younger, I used to I used to buy a Halloween bag of Kit Kats and just eat the whole thing in one day. There you go. That's what I do with Oreo Thins. thins. Yeah. I'll eat the whole box in one day. Can't thins do that anymore. Too much sugar. Nicole Black, ladies and gentlemen, the book's called Fat Shame, Ditch the Shame, Get Confident, Claim the Life You Deserve. Nicole, you're a great guest. We have to have you back again. It's wonderful. Um, thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you so much, Dave. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and the happiest of holidays. You Happy too. Happy holidays thank you. to you. Okay. We'll be back, Tom Bernard. <laughs> 
a program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Bells will be ringing. It's true. Oh, what? I have to leave in 15 minutes. Oh. You're fine. Calm down. Got a doctor's appointment at 2. Calm down. I thought you said Carlson Tucker appointment. <laughs> like, why? Carlson Tucker appointment. Yes. I'm going to go Tucker yell at Carlson, him about Carlson, something Tucker somebody Carlson. else said. You're going to see Tucker Carlson? Hey, whatever no. works. That's all I know. So that's good. I thought Nicole was a very pleasant guest and very had a lot pleasant. of good things to say. Yes. Um, I, I used to wonder why I got so much bigger than everybody else in my family because... I'm what? seven inches taller than my second tallest brother. I, know, I was. Some now of your it's probably only about gotten pretty six. big. They have. Yeah. But I, I know I. There is no doubt. I had to be bigger than everybody else in the neighborhood to protect myself. That's. The, I know that's why well, that's I got so big. Psychological. Yeah. It's a psychological There's no reason. doubt but about it. But you did a lot of weightlifting and stuff too. Well, tons of weightlifting. Yeah. So yeah. that's the difference too. Yeah. No doubt about it. But. Then I was warned, you get all that weighted, that the muscle's going to turn to fat. I said, muscle does not turn to fat. It's not possible. I think that that all stems from athletes are used to just chowing down big time when they're working out all the time. And then when they're done with their contracts and they're retired, they still eat the same way that they used to. So it seems like it turns into fat. I have a friend that's six foot, and he looks like a big guy, but he's actually a really skinny guy. He just eats he does it on purpose. He'll eat massive meals to keep on his weight. And if he doesn't eat those meals, he loses the weight and he gets real skinny. Really? Yeah. He's hey. a very close friend. He has to eat. I hate him. He eats big meals. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, dude, how can he eat? He goes, I have to. If I don't eat all this, all this I'll, get, I'll lose weight. That's I'll get amazing. real skinny. When I was, when Fawn was a baby and I was nursing her, I ate oh my God. an incredible yes. amount of food. Because or else I was just like withering away to nothing. Mm-hmm. It's funny I ate all the time. Because when I was very my thinnest, I would eat massive amounts of food. Now I eat, I don't eat hardly. I eat small as you meals, grow older, and I gain I've gained like I'm. If you, as you grow older, your metabolism weight. does slow down. There's no question about it. You need less calories because your muscles yeah. your muscle starts wasting. Luckily, as a kid, I was very thin, but I always had a big chest, so that got me through. <laughs> So I snuck through to not get picked on as a skinny kid. There we go. Busty L.A. Nick. <laughs> Busty. For my size, for my size, for my size, I have a very big chest measurement. I mean, oh. I, and I have long arm reach from my size. Me See, too. There you go. Had very ridiculous. Nancy, long Nancy arms. says she calls me freakish, freakishly long arms. No, no, that's the, that was me, not Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a caller. I don't know who it is. They want to get into this mess. Hello, baby. (laughs) Hello, caller. Uh, 
Is it it's Satan. It's Satan. We're going to have to yeah. call back. That's a really bad connection. We talked so to call, Santa. Call back now if you would. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, it sounds like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> well, we I'm in your basement. do have Ashton, so we got one of our guests. I'm guessing that was yeah. Art. This is Ashton and Art both on the same line. How you oh, guys oh, oh good. you're on the same line because we just got a call from somebody and the line was breaking know. up like mad. Couldn't so even we didn't understand know what's going on. Art Kulik and Ashton Bingham, entertaining yet instructive response to telemarketing scammers. Uh. I like this. You can just take off, fellas, because no matter what you say about them, I would like to choke them all to death. But other <laughs> oh. than that. <laughs> Welcome to the party. <laughs> Welcome to the league. I, I just, so annoying. Oh, I, I ask them a million questions because I have a lot of time on my hands. So when they call me, they, they're like, well, they want to hang up. Where do you live? What's your <laughs> phone number? What are you number? thinking about? <laughs> oh, my God. We got, I tell you one thing, Art and Ashton. Catherine and I had our house on the market, and it's not uh, the time right now to sell a house like that. So we took it off the market. I get calls about 5 yep. to 10 a day from people wanting to sell our house. It's just driving wow. me insane. Yeah. Why they put my phone number on there, I will never understand. Who did? I have no idea. It's probably Catherine. Mm. They, put, they put your personal cell number on oh, there? I totally. I tweeted it out. <laughs> Is that wrong? Was that bad? doesn't shock me at all that you did something like that. But I'll get over it. Maybe Maybe you need to use the robot killer app who's going to take all your telemarket calls and reconnect them, redirect them. <laughs> Oh, is that what is that what we're talking about here? Is this redirecting telemarket scammers? Really? Well, this RoboKiller is just a, a small facet of, of what we do. Uh, our, our bigger mission here is, is the YouTube channel and taking down scammers and wasting their time. We're just fortunate enough to work with RoboKiller. They're a great app that, that uh, basically intercepts calls on your behalf, and you can actually find our voice in the app wasting their time for you. So it's pretty cool. Alex, I have RoboKiller. Oh. Yeah, I was going to download yeah. that. Health because insurance you that. companies started calling me like four times a day. Constantly, and so my husband said, I had to change my like, number. I yeah. literally changed my number a couple yeah. months ago. He was like, You was should get this app, it was on the news. And I was like, I absolutely will. So, yeah, I've got huh. RoboKiller. Our daughter is a client. What I do you am? think of that? Actually, so you just don't get calls. Where do, where do you says, redirect them to? What, what poor soul is getting <laughs> you, can, you can choose what response you want oh, okay. them to have. Like, you can have somebody say, like Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello? Yeah. The, you know, like, oh, okay. God, I have to tell exactly. you. Exactly, yeah. I have to tell you, Art and Ashton, one time uh, the family was all at the house watching TV, and some guy decided it was a good night to call and uh, do a, what, what do they call those filthy calls that guys make to women? Obscene phone calls? Yeah, an obscene mm-hmm. phone call. The guy decided he was going to call uh, our number and... and uh, pull off an obscene phone call. How'd that work for him, Catherine? <laughs> you remember what I said to him? Oh, yeah, you lost your mind. Why did he call our house? I, I think I don't it was know, just random. In, yeah, down in Florida, we just got a lot of weird phone calls. Yeah, I think it was just strange. random. And I said basically what I said to him. And maybe you could use this on RoboCaller because I could record it for you. I said, if I ever find out who this is, I will come and get you and I'm going to kill you. You got it? <laughs> he was terrified. He was like, oh, okay, well, and never he did, mind. And he said it in a relatively insane voice. I did. I, I was so livid but that that guy would call my family and do something like that. I, you coward sitting on the – that's the big part for me, Art and Ashton, is the cowardice behind these telemarketing scammers. Uh, you're not taking any exposure whatsoever, so all of a sudden you're a tough guy and scamming people. I, I find that disgusting. It's pretty horrible. Uh, we've encountered some pretty terrible. Uh, I mean, we've taught, we've now had our YouTube channel for oh, about two years, and we uh, we've encountered some pretty nasty ones. And we've probably talked to over I don't know three or four hundred scammers in our time because we make videos every week. Uh, but yeah, the the things that they'll come out of their mouth is pretty vile. Yeah, exactly, mm. and then and you get some old people on the phone. It gets even worse, and there's a big panic, and half your family's dead in a car crash. And I don't know how a human being could do that to another human being. I just don't. I, I suppose this all started with the very first phone. Uh, who knows? Maybe Alexander Graham Bell robocalled somebody, or uh, who knows? I don't know, but you. Actually, you're absolutely right. Uh, number one um, age category to get scammed with elderly people. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it, it, it's horrible. They, it's easy to target, it's easy to scare them, it's easy to convince them with anything that they sell, and, uh, and unfortunately it's a huge problem in America. People underestimate how big this market is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure that's true. The Federal Communications Commission receives more complaints about unwanted calls than any other problem. Any other problem, according to its... Well, the one thing, they get calls about, uh, about unwanted calls, and they also get complaints about this show. But other than that, the FCC <laughs> doesn't have a lot to do. It all works out in the end. Do you, have human beings always been this way? I, I'm sure they have the, the roadside <clears throat> scammers back before there were telephones. and oh, of Since course, the beginning of mankind. Since the beginning of mankind, there have been scammers. It's just, I don't understand how you develop into a scammer, how you care so little about anyone else that you would hurt them and destroy old people's lives. I will never understand you know what? They how you do that. They say, they say it never existed until humans start at the farm. Really? When we were hunters and um, gatherers, you only had what you, yeah, you that's only true. had it for yeah, five seconds. So yeah, you, that's true. Nobody tried to scam that's you true, out of anything. Yeah. Then once the first person, was, actually I believe it was a woman, who started the first farm and she started farming her food. Really? That she got robbed by people <laughs> oh, and then God. eventually killed. Oh, oh God. Because she had stuff. Oh, Nobody yeah. had anything. I and, don't uh, know. I've seen dogs scam each other out of their toys. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. Dogs do scam they one do. another. They do. They're like, right hey, right how about this toy? It's much better, And huh? my horses scam each other out of food. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I remember um, a while ago, it was a long while ago, maybe 15, 20 years, we were in Florida, and we got this phone call. It was uh, this desperate uh, need to help a friend of ours, oh, who was in a terrible car accident, and she was incapacitated, and um, she asked me to call you, uh, I, and I just need your phone number uh, mm. so I can give it to the hospital so they can tell, because I don't even know what hospital they took her to. It was like this long story, and Alex was a little girl, and she answered the phone. And she was, and I was like, hang up, it's a scam. And she's like, no, we have a friend who's in, in need and needs help. And she was like all upset. She's crying because yeah. of this story. We found out that the prisoners were doing, were doing this from, from the inside prison. the prison yeah, and getting true. people's oh phone numbers so that they could make collect calls on your number. Oh that's what that God. was all about. So this has been going wow. on for a long time. Committing well, yeah. crime in prison. Great idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. Great idea. Yes. I, I love what you guys did. So, so there's so all sorts Alex, out there. So you knew knew about RoboCaller because... RoboKiller. RoboKiller, excuse me. Uh, RoboKiller, you found that out from Dan? Yeah, because he saw it on the news. So what does it do? It answers your phone for you from, like, so they see the phone number and they think, oh, this is probably a scam. And then mm. they answer it for you. And then I just have it on the automatic, like, your call's been blocked by RoboKiller because we mm. think this is a suspicious phone number. I like it. And I can... Um, I can accept calls from certain things. Like if it blocks a call from like mom and I'm like, nope, that's my mom. Then it wouldn't block it from you anymore. But I was getting like four a day. And so I stopped I answering know. my phone completely because I was like so sick of yeah. they, constantly getting phone calls. They're scamming too because they're using numbers that aren't their number. Yeah, like, local phone numbers. Yes, yeah, so, and they so change if you every try time. try to call it back, it says this number's not in service. Right, exactly. When it's like I was getting the same phone call from the same company but every single time it was a different phone number i'll tell you how to how to knock it down a lot so for me i have still have a los angeles beverly hills number 323 yeah so i know that when my phone rings with 323 numbers there's somebody trying oh, to sell yeah. me something yeah i suppose that's so true. i don't answer them so it's that helped me a lot not having a local number ashton and art i cannot believe the figure for 2000 i won't even say it i need you to say it the number of robocalls Americans received in 2017 was how many? Oh, gosh, it's uncountable. I don't, I don't know the specific figure, but it's millions and millions. I mean, it's, it's insane. And millions every day, probably. So this is the thing. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say 30.5 billion robocalls. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too many. That's a lot. That's right. That's oh, a lot. It's terrible. Well, and that's why scam is a multi-billion-dollar um, company, oh, right? Totally. So that's, you, it, it, it's unbelievable. And actually, when you said like, how can they do this, that, and that? We actually really, really blessed to live in America because you know all these scammers—they uh, they calling from third-world countries, yeah. you know, like uh, for instance, India. 
And it's a, it's a surviving instinct, instinct, you know, like they have to survive, they have to provide for the families. And um, we talked to, like Ashton said, 300, 400 uh, scammers. And some scammers confessed. They said, like, hey, guys, um, like my dad in prison or like I have five siblings. We live in a village. There is no jobs. So it's a lot of going on behind the scenes that we don't see when, you know, like all these events are happening to us. But they definitely targeting America because in their opinion, they saying that we have so much money that they can take it, take that money from us easily. Well, yeah, we, and we, we won't do. even notice. <laughs> well, it's kind of true. Yeah, by their standards, yeah, we kind of yeah, well, do. Yeah, we do have all the money. That is a terrible thing. So how do people reach out to you, Ashton and Art? How, how, how should they reach out? We have our YouTube channel. It's called Trilogy Media. You can Google it or just YouTube search Trilogy Media. It's right there. We have over 150 videos of us busting scammers. We make videos every week. We, our goal basically is to waste their time as long as we possibly can. So for two reasons, because A, when, they, when they're on the phone with us, they're not scamming other people, and B, it lets the scam play out on camera so people can be more familiar with how it works and know how to look out for it. So youtube.com slash Trilogy Media, and you'll find us wasting scammer time in a new creative way every single week. I think it's wonderful. Congratulations, fellas. Great idea. Our daughter is one of your customers. I like that. I didn't even know this just, was true. I just downloaded it. And now my wife is one of your customers, too. I hate so. them. I'm, I'm a real estate agent, and I get I get people trying to sell oh, me God, yeah. the next greatest marketing thing every yep. moment of my life. I can't stand it. So this is great. It is wonderful. Well, shout out to RoboKiller for letting us work with them. The, the answer bots that answer the call on your behalf are actually people, you know, people can send those in, but we are, we make some of them too. So you can find our voice that'll answer the phone for you if you get a scam call. So shout out to RoboKiller for being so awesome to it. Okay. I want to record one right now. You ready? The hell do you want? There. You can use that on all, some of the calls. That'll work out great. To the Liam <laughs> I like it. Ashton Kulik and, uh, excuse me, Ashton Bing, uh, Bingham and Art Kulik. Uh, I love the fact that you guys are doing the work you're doing. Entertaining yet instructive response to telemarketing scammers. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great day. Thanks for having us. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I always oh think this is one pill makes you bigger. So larger <laughs> and one pill makes you small. So, Dan, you know the um, Trans Siberian Orchestra? Yes. And then no. there's the other one that's like Trans. Yeah. There's the other one that's like Trans Siberian Orchestra? Yeah, there is. Oh, Mannheim Steamroller? Yeah. Dan? hates those songs so much every time he comes on he's like i don't understand why anyone would ever listen to these songs i don't understand either he's like it's just like super intense christmas oh yeah 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 i know i kind of know what he means well it's it's hard because it's like i don't mind them they don't bother me and um our sister-in-law plays with them every time they come oh, to town. Oh, that's right. Not a fan. That's right. Be like Ramstein if they should do a Christmas album. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. You you saw you saw them and I did live. Yeah, I did absolutely. Oh, that's an amazing the show. Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh, no, the Trans Siberian. <laughs> every song sounds exactly the same. same. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's just bizarre. The same intenseness. Why are we here? There's you no, already played that song there's 20 There's no times. crescendos and innuendos. It's all just no. well, punch you in the face. And exactly. they tell the so she's violinist and she's like and they tell it's really hard on the people because you know normally playing violin yeah. isn't but they tell them to like bang their heads yeah. and like do everything very exaggerated so she's yes. like i'm like dying by the end of every performance because everything's supposed to be so dramatic i could see that so okay this robo killer they have like a hundred killer i know i know that's what i keep on i i just give the phone to one of my kids and like there's this meme that says, and it's kind of poignant because it was a Christmas one. It says, yeah, if a telemarketer calls, just hand it to your three-year-old and tell it Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, I, sit there, I sit there and ask him a million dumb questions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just I like it. But you know one thing that works? Have fun with it. You know how you get those door-to-door salesmen like trying to sell you
a siding and oh, windows. I can't, I can't get that. You know what you I tell them? <laughs> no, well, what you tell them is just tell them you're renters, and then oh, okay, and then they just yeah. Leave. If you have a no yeah, soliciting true. sign on your door, you can call the police if they knock on your door. Yeah, but I mm-hmm. I just get them all the time, and I feel bad because they're just trying to make money. But it's I like know, I don't need new yeah. siding. I have a no soliciting sign on my door, so if anybody ever is selling, I mean, Girl Scouts can do it because that's not. Considered it's like, soliciting. Yeah, yeah pretty considered tough to get to my front but... door. Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> but yeah, this robo killer. Mine too, man. <laughs> this... Very hard to get anybody to knock on my door. If somebody knocked on my door, I I would be panicked. Like, <laughs> 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 when you if somebody knocked on your door, wouldn't you panic? If you yes. had a gate, nobody could ever knock on my door. Exactly. So if somebody did knock on my door, I'd be panicking. Yeah, I bet. I couldn't agree more. But they have Not like a hundred different answers to a hundred. So this is my. I wonder if it will work if I... You should just do, like, ask I, horrible questions. Should, you know, you called me, but i got to ask you a question. You sound like you have painful rectal itch. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like that in your voice. What's that all They about? have... This is the one that I have play. This is, like, the default. If it will work. The number you are calling is using RoboKiller to identify and block unwanted callers. The number you are calling from has been blocked. You can choose to leave a message, but the party may not respond. That's what I have. That makes good. sense. But then they have like Santa can't read minds. Get away from me. Russian hello. I like. I like that. Talking a gibberish language. So they, they, oh yeah, they think that you don't speak English. Yeah, just talk some weird language. Make yep. some vocal tra- vocal <laughs> training exercise. And they always call it like dinner time. So one time I picked up the phone. I'm like, hello, and it was a telemarketer. And I said, you want to know what? I don't have a pen or paper handy. Um, can you uh, give me your home phone number and I'll call you back and let you know? And they're like, well, we can't do that. I said, what? You don't like people bothering you at dinner time? Really? <laughs> you know? you don't? Are you sure? <laughs> it's just like oh, you God. tell them on the phone. I'm not interested. And they just push and push. Yeah, I don't answer. I mean, I don't have voicemail on my phone, so. No. Do you have voicemail? I don't know the last time I had a. I got a voicemail. I disconnected. I had it taken off. Yeah, that wasn't crap. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to not listen to everything somebody has to say, and I can't. I can't respond back. You know, when you were talking about talking in gibberish. Yeah, I've mentioned this before, but Craig Schumacher and I were out, and I was the designated driver, so I had like. You know, win a beer every hour and a half, so there was no alcohol in my system. And as we're leaving, there was a guy, and I don't know, he's he's from North Africa or something, and he was he was upset about something, and I don't know what he was not at me, but he was upset about maybe the guy that pulled out before me, <clears throat> and so he started ranting to me, and I looked at Schumacher, I said, "Do you know what he's saying?" He goes, "No." So I listen to the guy. I'm looking up in the booth and all the rest of it, right? Mm-hmm. He just keeps going, no, 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 just yelling, and he's all upset. And then he stops, and I go, you goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> Schumacher peed himself. Uh, he funny. was laughing so hard. I just, what are you going to say? You know I don't know what the hell man. you're talking you, you know it, man. Thanks for bringing that up to me. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You uh, has dominated the charts every, every December since 1994. But I thought pop- you were going to say it's been deemed racist. No, well, it probably <laughs> is, no, because there's a white guy in it. Uh, the pop diva's friendship with the Yuletide Smashes co-writer Walter Afanasiev Af- mm. has been far from merry. We had a falling out, Afanasiev uh, said in an interview with Radio Times, published on Tuesday, December 18th. I would have hoped that in 20 years she would have knocked on my door, but she hasn't. So the songwriter who won a Grammy in 1990 for producing Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. What? That was kind of a big song there. Probably did pretty well with that. Yeah. Uh, explained his working relationship with Carrie ended around the time of her 1997 separation from her first husband, Tommy Mottola. I, I, that was amazing that he was married, because I've known Tommy Mottola for 40 years. I mean, I haven't seen him in 35 and where, years. And where is he now? I don't know what Tommy Mottola's doing now. Do you know? I don't think much. You, I mean, you know, did you ever yeah. know Tommy Mottola? I, I, know, I didn't know him personally, but I, know, I, I, I ran into him and know who he is. I tell you one thing about, uh, about him. He is, well, he's married to a woman named Talia. Talia. Who's a Mexican actress and singer. He's 69 and she's 47, so sure. I guess... He's very beautiful, too. I guess he's doing pretty it? well. Oh, Tommy's got some money. Yeah, well, yeah, that's money. the thing. That's true. Uh, I think he's basically retired. <clears throat> he hasn't done anything. Yeah, yeah probably oh, wait. true. He owns Matola Media, which they just signed a 
multi-year first look deal with E1, whatever that is, to develop TV. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't well, be getting into the TV development <laughs> no, business. God. I'm sorry. I would not be doing that. Uh, I was under an exclusive contract with him, so she left the building. She wasn't even on the label anymore, but I couldn't go and work with her because she wouldn't let me off an ASIF uh, claim. So she found that to be a little bit of a slap in the face. So apparently these kids are arguing and fighting, which is really hard to believe that Hollywood a-holes would argue with one another. I know. That's all those people do. They're usually so nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really, really nice. read a story today, which I did not know about, but when uh, Nicolas Cage accepted his, uh, his Oscar, he won an Oscar for, what, Moonstruck or something? Yeah. Some movie he won an Oscar but he went to an after party and Prince was there. And he had sent Prince a uh, bottle of sherry telling him how much uh, his music inspired Nicolas Cage and his life and all the rest of it. So he walks up and he goes, hey, Prince, how you doing? And he sticks his hand out and Prince just looks at him. Because Prince was not big into shaking people's hands. Not at all. But he actually said, okay, well, yeah, that's cool. I understand that. But can we take a picture? And Prince said to him, I'm afraid it will steal my soul, and turned around and walked away. What? <laughs> he didn't like pictures taken. <laughs> he didn't. Oh. He did not want his picture taken. So I don't know what the hell that's all about, but my God. Yeah, I, well, they're saying now that people should never shake hands anymore. You should never Nobody shake hands. I hate hands. it. Nobody does in Los Angeles. No, they're, and they're telling you you should not do it. Uh, Dr. Merman, he, in his office there, Science Posting, said, shaking hands spreads disease. Don't well, do yeah, it. How about hugs? I hug probably. instead of shake hands. Hugs, is, hugs are probably better than they shaking are. hands. Yeah, because sure. you're touching the shirt instead of the skin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fist very, very fist bumps will work. East Coast, everybody gives Salute. you a hug. West Coast, it's just fist bumps. Fist bumps. Even if you haven't seen your best friend for five years, you're getting a fist bump. When are you going to cut that puke hole loose from the rest of the continent? Get out. It's getting worse, too. It It, is getting worse. I would bet that there's going to be some sort of secession or civil war or something pretty soon. Do you think so? How crazy they are? It's funny, though. I mean, a couple of my, I consider my best friends, all born and raised in California. I mean, Dean Gelber, who has produced Pauly Shore movies, he's my. One of my best friends in life, and he's totally normal. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. he's born and raised in Los Angeles, went to Beverly Hills High, but he's a total normal guy. He's well, not I, like, I don't nice. think it makes you crazy. I think it attracts crazy people. That lifestyle. No, I think that's very true. I, I'm so nuts on. I need to be famous. <laughs> yeah, to exactly. That's not mean. That's not mean. Yeah, I would bet that people who move to LA are probably. Ten times crazier than people who were born there. I don't know. Paulie was born there. He's pretty crazy. <laughs> He's about as crazy as they get. Mm, Paulie can be normal, but not just not not common. I will tell uh, bad news for Hollywood. Uh, the listeners of the Tom Bernard Show have pretty much texted me saying we should just nuke it. Oh. <laughs> That's really nice. Well, I think didn't it, didn't weren't they talking about trying to break divide? Yeah, make they its were. Own country. Good. Go ahead. You should. Please. Absolutely, you should. Please. Go away. I think they should take Vegas with them. I couldn't agree more with that either. Yeah. You can have all of it. I am not a fan. I am, you know, they want to go back to Vegas and it's like, nope, I'll, I'll go somewhere out east. I've never liked Vegas, I'm, man, ever. I'm not a big fan. My, I used I to like, like it to take Alex out there and buy her Christmas present every year before she was married. Uh, we do that. when we were married. Before I was a mother. Before you were a mother, that's true, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely Old right. Vegas was, was kind of cool. That's what they, I heard. It was. First I remember, time I went there was like 25 years I remember ago. when you flew into Vegas, and it was just a little island of lights. You could see the perimeter. Like, it was a small... Oh, yeah, yeah, like you're right. Like, it's as big yeah, as, right. you know, this area, like this area here, the shopping center. Yeah. Home. Like, you could see it. You could see where it ended. Mm-hmm. And then you could drive your car out to the edge and turn your lights off, and it was just pitch black desert. Now there really is no end. It just keeps going and going and going. It yeah. does. Yeah, it it's does. Huge. And then when you go out the east end, you somehow drive back in in the west end. And, <laughs> and then Satan starts laughing at you. Satan. I like Vegas. They have good food and good shows. But they have bad people. <laughs> well, I've yeah. never, good food, good shows, but bad I've people. I've never had any I say, there's weird. Two, I say there's two places in America that you can guarantee that they're just a lot of bad scammers. It's Miami. And Vegas, there's just a lot of people that are scammers. Yeah, there are. It's true. It is true. Ladies and gentlemen, the final tally for 2018 will be four interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve, but the 2019 count will likely be half of that. 
The Fed on Wednesday announced a quarter point increase for its key interest rate to a range of two and a quarter to two and a half percent. That's the highest it's been since 2008, reports the AP, and will translate into higher borrowing costs for consumers and businesses. The Fed had in September forecast three increases in 2019, but the updated forecast drops that number to two, with the long run level decreasing from 3% to 2.75%. Wednesday's increase marks the ninth in three years, and those moves have typically been made uh, clear weeks in advance. So uh, interest rates are probably getting to be about what they should be, done, don't you think? I think they're just self-correcting. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Self-correcting, and you know, people have to make money. And the whole too. market is. I mean, it was just boomed so big, and everything. Everything. Yeah, it, it rose too quickly. It did yeah. absolutely. So, how's the market doing now? I don't even know. It's back to where it was. Oh, is it? And you know what? It, I'll tell you what. The last couple of weeks, if you're a day trader, you should have killed it because yeah. the market was crashed every day and it went right back to where it was I that know. afternoon. So if you were, if oh, you were, if, if you were, if yeah. you were, you know, a gambler man, gambling man, or gambling woman, you bought, bought, bought in the morning and sold, sold, sold in the afternoon. You would have made a lot of money. Yeah, that's why day right. traders get rich quick. Let's see. It is about where it was in March. So where is that? That is twenty three three. Oh, that's pretty damn low, man. That's like two thousand points from where it was. Well, yeah, but it also—I mean—it went from three thousand down to. Or wait, no, it went from um, twenty six seven down to twenty four six, then back up to twenty six, then down to twenty four two. So I mean, it's still—it's not over. It's still no, going no, no, all no, over it's the still place. Doing fun. Yeah, it's still. We're doing still fun. in record high numbers. Yeah, we well, are. yeah, we're in. It's I mean, true. even three years ago, we're almost doubled. Yeah, we're in record there. high numbers. My favorite of all time, Catherine and I went out to Carmel by the Sea in nineteen eighty two. You all right there, Alex? not me well who would it be are you sure it's not you not me wasn't me not me what, the, what was that i don't know that was weird. and then the ghost showed up and started rapping about something but yeah kath and i went out in 1982 to carmel by the sea and there was a guy pulled up in a brand new mercedes and his license plate said dow 2000 the dow wow. had just hit 2000 i wish so i was old enough to invest in the dow 20 years ago that would have been nice. You could have. You'd have been 12. I could have gotten my eighth of a share. <laughs> Your eighth of a share. Although, technically, an eighth of a share is still, like, what, $4,000? So, hey. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. That is going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. L.A. Nick, thank you for this thank you. year. Hey, everybody have great a great Christmas. Hope everybody has a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a good day. Bye.